Hello, beautiful people. You are listening to Limitless, the podcast on faith, life, and growth. And I am your host, Ifeniwa Marinike. I hope you guys are doing super duper well. I'm super excited for you guys to listen to today's episode. I'm just quickly recording this intro because yesterday was crazy and I just need to get this episode out today. Like today's a Thursday. I need to get it out today. Today's episode is going to be pretty practical. One thing I love is when I'm giving you guys practical tips that you can actually adopt. So today, I have Maya Kinola on the podcast, a good friend of mine, and we're giving practical tips that need to be adopted or should be adopted by new believers, people who have planted the seed of faith, but just want to continue that fire, that want to grow further in the faith so that you don't just feel like, okay, I've accepted Christ, now what? Which is the title of today's episode. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I pray it's a blessing to you and everybody that you share it with. Hello, beautiful people. You're listening to Limitless, the podcast on faith, life, and growth. And I am your host, Ifeniwa Morenike. I'm super excited to be here with my second official guest on the podcast, Mayowa Akinola. So, hi, Mayowa. How are you doing today? Would you like to introduce yourself? I'm good. Good evening. Um, as she said, my name is Akinola Mayowa John. Um, I'm a graduating student. I'm a student of Mid Lab Science. Um, by God's grace, I should be graduating this Ooh. year. <laughs> I think that's all about me. Apart from okay, I don't actually do much because well, I'm trying to focus on school project and all that. But then, by the grace of God, when I'm doing my exams, I can actually focus on my actual life. Jesus, that's when the real life starts. Yeah, that's I can actually focus on my spiritual goals, my finances, and I can actually sleep properly. Yes, yes, I, I feel bad. I kind of feel bad. Our last guest as well. These guys are both in like their final year, and it's not been easy. So. The fact that they have the time to, you know, come to the podcast, I, I appreciate them a lot. So Yeah, it's called Grace. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> no, we're not going to do this. <laughs> but anyway, we thank God. And I'm very grateful for you to, you know, bring the time out of your schedule to come here. And today we're going to be talking about something that is a, I think it's a very prominent topic. A lot of people listening, some of you guys are like, you're, you're old to the game. You know, you've been, you've been a Christian for a while, but some people are very new believers. And, um... I was having a conversation with Mayawa one time and I was like, oh, I'd really love for you to share your journey of live from living in the world and coming to Christ and how you maneuver that. Because I know I've heard this many times um, amongst the young Christian community, how they don't really know what to do. Okay. And that's the reason I titled this episode. I've decided to accept Christ. Now what? Like what happens next? Now I've gone through the whole, oh yes, Jesus, I love you. You know, I, I want to live for you. But what, what happens after that? And so I think it would be really great for us to discuss that today with our lovely, lovely guest. So let's get into the episode. So Mayoa, first question I would love to ask, and I think it would be really nice to open up with your testimony. So like, how did you come to know Christ? And kind of like how, let's give us the gist, a little, a little bit of the gist on how you lived before you came to Christ. That's actually quite interesting. Okay, which one should I start with? Um, okay, start with how you came to Christ. How I came to Christ. Yeah. Well, like most of us listening to this, um, I came from a Christian home. My mom is quite devoted. She's a deaconess, actually. So we're always going to church, always going for Bible study, always going for extra meetings, night video, everything. Mm, but then I actually never actually understood yeah. what I actually was going to do. I was just going there because when my parents tell me to go there because I want to go and see my friends mm-hmm. or just because of going sick or like maybe 
crossover now you're going to celebrate new year yeah. and everything or christmas mm. and all those kind of things so i actually never found like actually never knew the meaning of actually being a christian or being in christ till okay last year around this period i was also pre- preparing for my professional exam i have a friend of mine her name is vanessa she always tries to talk to me preach to me i have other friends that actually always try to preach to me but then whenever they start preaching to me i start mm. i start withdrawing from mm. them because i didn't want to hear all that because i've been in the light so i understood yeah. what all those things yeah. were so i didn't want to i just wanted to enjoy myself yeah. so um these day i just like holy spirit has actually been building a conviction in my heart like i just wanted to just listen to what she had to say so when in a class where preparing for the exam so she i told her that okay i actually want to listen to what she has to say and this is actually one of the funny parts of my salvation story because okay she like she's actually not going to talk to me about anything like she's not good because i already knew like i said christ um this in john 3 16 everything mm, yeah. all i need to do the yeah. confession and everything so it was not as if i was actually entering christ i already was in Christ, but yeah. then I need to read rededicate myself. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so she just gave me this um YouTube um video on chants um by Victoria Rizzi, no. chants and tongues. And she played it to me. I was like, okay, no more, no more. I don't know where this came from, but then the tears just came bursting out. Like I cried like a baby. <laughs> I cried like a baby that they took this sweet from. Like I was just all over the place. I was crying. Like the conviction just amplified a hundredfold. Yeah. It was just a lot. It was just a lot. And ever since then, like I actually wanted to know more about my work with Christ. But the issue was that after that time, it was exam period. Then we went home. So I actually did not go through any teaching, mm-hmm. go through any discipleship, any training or anything. Mm-hmm. So I was actually still doing the things that I used to do before, which I was not meant to do. Yeah. But I didn't know I was not meant to do them because mm-hmm. nobody told me. Yeah, which, is, which is kind of the, the reason that we have this episode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when I got home, I actually started work, listening to sermons and mm-hmm. everything. So that actually, Holy Spirit started walking with the sermons that actually renewed my mind and my spirit and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, so to the second question. I actually, yeah, I'll, I'll actually let me add the second question to this. Um, like I want to add it to this other question I want to okay. ask you. So you told us your testimony, but you said that there was a struggle with pulling away from your old lifestyle in terms of like you were still kind of living. Yes. Although you you know you accepted Christ, you love Jesus, but in terms of living for Christ, that was like a whole nother thing. So my next question for you is, how were you able to pull away from your old lifestyle? Um, and live for Christ and so within that I just want to know how are you living before and how are you able to pull away from that lifestyle okay so my previous lifestyle name simplified as I did everything that you could do in the world the only thing I didn't do was actually was drugs and not smoking drugs like actual drugs but then i did everything just just imagine it imagine i did everything. it, I did it. <laughs> like i actually did it because it got to a period i was like you know what i actually want to enter the world like i just want to do everything possible i don't I actually didn't want to mention yeah, it. No, <laughs> but then i actually did everything yeah. possible and pulling away was actually almost impossible yeah, it's much harder once you've entered to yeah. pull away rather when yeah. you haven't experienced it at all yeah it's actually it was actually very very difficult because mm-hmm. like 
first of all, I actually needed to change my environment because mm-hmm. I had a lot of friends that were connected or tied to my past. And there's no way I can say, okay, I'm trying to be a new person and then I'm still living with these exactly. same old people exactly. or doing the same old things. Exactly. It's not possible. Exactly. So I actually had to change my friends, change everybody. I was like, wow. Like, because there were some people I was very, very close with. There were some people I was already for me bonds with. Mm. But then suddenly, okay, I became a Christian or I'm trying to change my life my life generally and yeah. then I have to stop talking to these people because they, well, they do not fit exactly. into what I'm supposed to be. So it was actually not easy at all. Like it was not really, really easy. And till now I'm still actually trying to pull away from some things because there are still some people I'm I'm actually trying to be nice. Yeah, like then, you form these deep connections with but they're not helping your Christian work. Yeah, they're not helping my Christian work. But yeah. then I st- we are still friends. There are yeah. some people we go back like secondary school yeah like now if i should go home there are some people i cannot see mm. because just being around it them would, can actually yeah. influence mm. things and you cannot actually deceive yourself because if you say if you see that okay that's you guys are just friends that nothing will happen that okay they cannot influence you they understand your your work with christ now that is you're just lying to yourself which you won't actually help your work or your growth at all mm-hmm. i think that's actually basically it yeah, I actually wanted to um, add a verse from what you said with um, you were discussing how you wanted to start working with God and so certain people in your life, you kind of had to, you know, separate yourself from them. Because you were coming into like a new you. I know many of you guys know this verse, 2 Corinthians 5.17, I'll read in NIV. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. And so for many, and some of you guys watching who you guys have become you're you're grown into the new you the, the new you in christ the the old self or your old desires the old way you're living you're trying to move away from it and step into the new person god has called you to be unfortunately no, not unfortunately but that's going to require the old people in your life that maybe are bringing you back yeah. it's going to require you to separate yourself from them that can be quite difficult yeah. but apart from separating yourself from people what other things did you do to try and start living for god okay I think one of the most important things was um it was actually what my life was actually based on was what I actually allowed to enter into my mind. The kind of movies I watched, the kind of things I listened to, mm. the kind of music I actually listened to. I obviously was still watching movies, but then I was actually filtering it. I didn't want anything to actually affect my mind because now my mind is built on information. So it wouldn't be nice to have a mind of the world, but then have a spirit mm. of God. Mm. They do not work together. Yeah. So I try to listen to more sermons. Not just that. When I said, okay, I tried to let go of my friends that were actually attached to my past. Mm. I formed new ones. Mm. I actually entered an environment mm. that actually helped me grow, teach me, mm. and then also edify me in all areas. Not just spiritually, but then financially, academically. Mm. And just try to get an environment that will actually help me in all aspects of my life just what enters into your mind and what you actually um, actually bring out mm-hmm. and then allow the holy spirit to actually work on me because i couldn't actually do it by myself yeah. so holy spirit actually had to use what i was learning what i was hearing so that's why it's like crucial to monitor what is actually entering into you because yeah. that's what Holy Spirit will actually use mm. to actually work on you. I, I really love that because 
uh, it reminded me of a sermon that we listened to. I think yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday we were talking about fellowship, and you may feel like, okay, now you know I've become Christian. Most of my friends are worldly. That's it. I have no more friends. But what God says that we shouldn't forsake the gathering of the believers because within fellowship, within gathering of believers, there are people that will encourage you, that will guide you. You're confused about a few things. You don't understand why things are the way they are. There are people who have been longer in the faith that can, you know, guide and encourage you in that and strengthen you in that. And so fellowship is very important. Being Christian does not now mean you should ostracize yourself from society. No, it just means your surroundings, the people that you surround yourself with, your environment kind of changes and you have to shift yourself and place yourself in a place that edifies your spirit and not dampen the things that God is trying to do through you. So um, I wanted to ask you actually, once you first started in the faith, what were the major things you had to let go? Like the first few things you had to let go in terms of worldly living. Let me say your top three things that you had to let go. Because some people genuinely don't know. For example now, for me, I would say worldly music. For most people, they're, even as Christians, they're still listening to worldly music. Yeah. And they genuinely don't they feel... They feel like it's not a big deal. Exactly. But I know for me personally, some of the first things, I would say one of the top three things I had to let go was worldly music. And you know what you said was very important in terms of what you see, what you hear. These things are feeding your spirit. I've done an episode on that on you. You are what you... I don't know if I've posted it. But I know I've done an episode on that discussing on what you're feeding your eyes, what you're feeding your ears. It will affect your spirit, whether you know it or not. And so yeah. in terms of... I don't know what your top three are, but top three, what are the top three things you had to let go when you first came to Christ? Okay, I think the top one was actually anything that actually had to do with anything sexual. Mm. Like movies, songs, interactions, mm. anything sexual was obviously off limits because mm. it's a trigger, it's a legit trigger, mm. which I actually struggled with a lot. So apart from that, um, smoking also. Mm. Um, and this, I think, I don't think they were actually, I think those were the basic two. Those, I, yeah, those were actually the basic two. It was a sexual thing that was actually the mm. actual major issue. So mm. those were actually the only two. Then anything that actually had to relate with those things, so I actually had to avoid mm. them. Thank God, though, that these things that you're saying, the things of the past, that you've been able yeah, to overcome. Because I couldn't have done it by myself. Honestly, I think I think that's some of the struggles that Christians have that they feel like once I've come to Christ, that's it. You know, I'm going to be perfect. But yeah, they feel you... like it's automatic. Mm-hmm. Like I'm born again, my life is meant to change. I'm no more sexual desires. And some no people more... are actually quite funny. They still do, or they still involve themselves themselves in situations that actually they used to, mm-hmm. and they feel like no, okay, because they are born again, they are not going to do mm-hmm. these kind of things. Well. Nah. <laughs> That's nah. not how it works. That's not nah. how it works. Because it's actually meant to be a conscious, mm. continuous walk. Mm. Like when you see something you're like, nah. I'm not I do not live for this, I live for Christ. Mm-hmm. my sinful nature has died on the cross and it has risen again with Christ. Mm-hmm. And then I'm a new creature. You just have to like there was actually a period in time when maybe I'm comforted with triggers. Like, I actually have to start seeing those things, not in my mind, like, out loud, mm-hmm. just for me to actually get my mind off it. But now I actually just speak in tongues, just focus on Holy Spirit and just change my mindset and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, Colossians 2.6, I think it goes perfectly with um, what you're saying in mm-hmm. terms of, like, actually, um, it's not just an automatic thing. You need to, yeah. be, you need to consciously live for Christ. So Colossians 2.6, so then in NIV... So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, 
rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. So um, there was something I put on my Instagram not long ago where it's not just about saying I'm Christian. It, once saved is not always saved. We need. It's almost a daily thing of dying to self and living for God on a daily basis. So it's not that once you've accepted Jesus, that's it, everything is butterflies and rainbows. No, it's a conscious decision every single day to live for God. And so I wanted to actually ask you the question as well, because um, sometimes, you know, you can get flashes. The devil is very good at bringing back your past and making you feel guilty. Oh my God, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. About, about your past. And so I wanted to ask you, has there been any moments of like, um, condemnation or shame and basically how did you overcome that yes i think my first few months as a christian mm-hmm. oh my god i felt so bad because i did a lot of things i hurt a lot of people mm-hmm. i made a lot of people feel bad so actually there are times when the worst is when i see the person mm-hmm. or when i see this particular situation i'm like oh my god i've actually done this and i've actually done a lot of bad things i'm like uh like I'm such a bad person, I know those kind of things. Lies of the devil. Yeah, lies of the devil. But then yeah, I remember God's love mm. is reckless, never ending, mm. overwhelming. Hey, just... it's my song. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just, it's unconditional. Yeah. And there's legit nothing that can separate us the from the love of God. Yeah. Like, there is nothing, no matter how bad you are. Like, then I actually start comparing myself. Normally, I'm, you know, we're not meant to compare ourselves, but then mm. I start. Comparing my situation to something that was worse than me, like Saul. Oh, uh, to make yourself feel better. Yeah, like Saul. Mm. Saul. Uh, okay, Saul, like, at, least I, at least I didn't kill people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> killing like, Christians. Like, he legit he was actually killing people, Christ- like, yeah, honestly. Christians, but yeah. then he became one of the most significant Christians mm-hmm. in the yeah, world. Yeah, he wrote like two thirds of the New Testament. Yeah. yeah. And then when I actually see, um, okay, this is actually the Old Testament. Like, actually, it was like a symbol of God's love for the Israelites. Mm. Oh my God. I was reading Judges some few months back. Mm. Those people are so frustrating. I don't know how, I don't know how God do like, dealt with them. Like, always complain. No, but you know the funny thing is, I used to say that thing that, oh, they always complain, always complain. Let's be, let's be honest. We do the same thing. No, that's not even, it was not even complaining. Like, this scene, God, like, takes okay. his eyes from yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get punished. Then they, they not cry. <laughs> God forgives them. They sin again. It was a continuous cycle. I'm like, bro, come on. But that's like, but then, us. That's but then I'm like, us. like, actually, see that. Actually, think about this. Are you better than them? Exactly, exactly. That's lucky us as well. Like, I actually, that was even better. There are so many people. So, like, you can say, okay, some um, God had love for some specific people. So, mm. because of them, He actually forgave all of them. Mm. But then I'm just one person. Like, and then as is different. We know. The right thing. Yeah, yeah. We know all these things, yeah, but then yeah. we still keep yeah. on making the same mistakes. But then God still loves us. His love is unconditional. Mm-hmm. Like salvation is is a gift of love. It is. It's a gift of love. <laughs> salvation is a gift of love. So I actually stop condemning myself. I know if God does not condemn me, who am I to condemn myself? Who am I like... to condemn? Me? I didn't create him. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. actually. <laughs> So my my this issue is not to actually let myself dwell on the condemnation or the things I've done in the past. My my own is to actually work with Christ and redeem myself mm. or not redeem not, myself, yeah. but then actually make myself okay. God, I know I've done this in the past. Here I am. I'm offering myself as a sacrifice mm. unto you, and then His love is 
there to cover me so i don't really have to bother about mm. what i've done in the past i just have to try and work with god and make my future exactly exactly i love that and john three sixteen to 17 actually goes so well with this for god so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life for god did not send his son into the world to condemn the world yeah. but to save the world through him which is literally what you've been saying that he didn't come he didn't come to condemn us yeah. he knows we're sinners he, that's why we need him right actually so uh, he, didn't, he didn't come for the righteous he came for the sinners so he came for me right he came so. for me too he came for us um i just wanted to, like this to be a source of encouragement for anyone that's feeling condemned like your past there's as, as maya was saying like so killed christians okay he killed christians so unless some of you guys out there are killing christians and even then if you are which you should not be <laughs> but if you are <laughs> Then God, there is there's grace. There is grace for you. There is salvation available to you. That's why we have Jesus to save us from our sins. And so it's not for you to start feeling or living in condemnation. I tell people this thing, conviction is of the Holy Spirit, condemn condemnation is of the devil. The difference between conviction and condemnation. Conviction is like, okay, if anyone you've done this thing, don't do it again. Live for God. Put this aside. You're living for God. Focus on the journey God has for you. Whilst condemnation is, you're a bad girl, you're going to hell. God doesn't love you. Look at what you've done again. Da, 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 da. It's not even leading you to live for God. It's just leading you to shame and yeah, guilt and, and sadness. Yeah. Whereas Holy Spirit wants you to live better. He wants you to live for Christ. Um, I'm actually sorry. I actually just remembered something. Yeah. It's that sort of condemnation is a way of devil trying to pull us away from God. Because mm. there are so many situations where some people like they've done so many bad things that they feel like they cannot go to God yeah, or they yeah. cannot go to church. Yeah. So it's actually devil trying to put a veil mm. over our minds, trying to be like, okay, no, God doesn't love you. God, like you've done so many bad things mm. that God be like, what? Nah, mm. I, don't, I don't want this mm. type of person or mm. anything. But no, no, do not let devil keep deceiving you. God wants you no matter how bad, no matter what you've done. The greater your offense, the greater your love. Mm. The greater your offense, the greater your love. So no matter what it is go to church talk to god he's ready like he's legit waiting there was a youtube drama i was actually watching of someone that god pulled in god loved and then she kind of went into the world god was still chasing after her he was still fighting after her. i think that's why i love this song reckless love yeah that song actually this actually describes how god actually loves us like so so much so do not let devil deceive you in mm -hmm. any way. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Mm -hmm. So um another question, then um we're going to round up pretty soon. So you realize you had to put those things aside. I, yeah. I asked you those top three things in. Practically, what were the things you had to do in terms of the time when you started taking your faith seriously, seriously? Yeah. In terms of maybe, you know, going to church or prayer or yeah. what were the let me say the top three things you had to start doing to officially say, okay, I'm starting my walk for sure. Mm. Top Mm -hmm. I, I actually love that. that I actually have to specify because there are so many. Um, first was is actually prayer because mm. um, I don't see prayer as okay. I'm trying to ask something for God. I see it as me trying to like communicate because yeah. I actually do not see my Christian or believers' life as a obligation. I see it as I'm trying to form a relationship mm -hmm. with God. Mm -hmm. So I see it as a form of communication and a form of letting God speak to me. Then another thing is the word of God. It's actually very important. I realize even me actually made the same mistake. Most of us, when we start praying or maybe we start doing other things, we actually forget to read the Bible. Yeah, but then yeah. it's so, so important to read the Bible. Because most times, Holy Spirit works with the word of God. Yeah, yeah. And then it actually helps you to pray. 
um like someone was saying pray with what god has said yeah i i love doing that like tell god okay god you said this mm-hmm. so he's yeah, actually going to do exactly. this he's actually going to ask it's in your to word it. and it's your word, word never fails like so. actually so prayer um listening to god's word reading the bible on the last one that is actually quite important and i feel like it's actually the most difficult is dying to yourself Ooh. it's the most difficult like mm. it's something that even i i feel like even one of the the people that are actually strong in christ they still do it you know? yeah yeah like it's not a day thing it's not an hour thing it's every single minute every single second because the devil is always looking for an opportunity to strike mm. so you need to keep dying to yourself and when i mean when i say dying to yourself i mean um what do, what do you call it crucifying your flesh like do not satisfy your pleasure the play um, the lust of the eyes lust of the flesh yeah. pride of the world yeah. like you know you are living for christ you know you live by god's will not by your will mm-hmm. you live by god's desires not by your desires yeah. like i actually say it to my to myself every morning okay when i when i when i'm doing my money prayer i'm like holy spirit help me to die to myself yeah. daily because if you cannot die to yourself daily then you cannot work with christ yeah. you cannot work with christ because you have to you have to actually walk by god's will you have to walk by god's other steps if not you're just walking on your own yeah so learn to die to yourself learn to pray and in order to pray you need god you need god's word so basically just try as much as possible to actually have a fellowship with god having a fellowship with god building a devotional life actually helps you it actually entails all this worship even the other things i actually did not mention worship fellowshipping mm. just tiring in the presence of god mm. just listening to god mm. trying to um understand what's going on in the spirit and all those kind of things just there are so many things you could actually do to actually strengthen your work with god i yeah. love that there could be someone that's listening to this and being like, okay, you know, I tried to start to read my Bible and pray, but it's just hard. You know, sometimes I want to pray. My roommates are talking about a party they want to go to and I, you know, I feel like I want to join or I want to read my Bible, but, you know, I'm distracted. I want to watch a series. I want to mm. watch a movie. Like, what do you do in those times when it's like, it's just hard? Like, you haven't built yourself up. You know, you're still taking milk at that, yeah. at that stage. You're still in the milk stage. Um, if... If you guys are wondering, okay, what's this girl talking about when she says milk? Um, you can read First Peter two one to two, where it's discussing like you know spiritual milk, where you're still at the early stages of your Christianity. You're still kind of finding it hard to pray, kind of finding it hard to read your Bible. This actually happens to mature Christians once in a while, but you know mostly yeah, most, once in a while. Yeah. But then it, ha- it actually happens quite a lot for some people. Mm. Like for a while, I've actually been battling with consistency. Mm-hmm. It's quite difficult because it gets to a period it seems like but can, can I just rest? Honestly! Can I just not pray today or maybe I don't read the Bible today or mm-hmm. maybe I'm feeling sleepy mm-hmm. I just want to go to bed. But then situations like that actually you need someone to be accountable to. Like actually maybe a group of people or maybe just one person. Like maybe you guys actually have a Bible study program together or you guys pray together. Like now, me and my best friend, we pray 9.30 in the morning and in the evening every day. Mm-hmm. So that, even though I don't feel like praying, I know that that 30 minutes I'm going to pray. Exactly. Yeah. And if Holy Spirit actually wants to arrest me, I'll actually mm. pray more than that. Mm. So, <laughs> <laughs> so actually, having someone that you're actually accountable to, and then just building an environment that actually helps you 
pray. Like now, if you are in a room where nobody prays, by the time you want to pray, you won't even feel like praying mm. because everybody is not praying. Mm. So, and then um, listening to someone consistently, like consistently, I actually realized that that if you listen to someone, your mind will actually be focused on the things that you don't want to do. At the end of the sermon, they will pray. You will actually be forced to pray. Yeah, so you yeah. actually want to continue praying. Yeah. And then even the word, there are times they will call Bible verses. verses. Yeah. So you actually want to read them. Mm-hmm. So be, having an accountability partner, listening to sermons, listening to worship. Mm-hmm. Like, learn to always worship God because that helps to bring His presence. Yeah. Like, it helps you to dwell in His presence. Mm-hmm. So learn to worship even though you don't know how to sing you can just you can, you can just play a worship song maybe put it on your earpiece or something and just keep listening mm. so um apart from that learn one thing that is actually very important especially as a new believer fellowship mm. it's very very important very very necessary not even just a new believer everybody it's very very necessary god knows it god said it it's very very necessary you actually have to go to church if you want to it's not every time you actually have online service there are times when online service you only receive you cannot give Mm. sometimes you might actually go to church and then god might actually give you a leading to actually help people or to actually say something to someone else or maybe just the person seeing you actually makes the person feel better or something so fellowship having an accountability partner learning to worship god and there are times when you don't feel like you want to do it you don't feel like you want to pray you don't feel like you want to read your bible there's something i do when i don't like praying i just play chants it's not possible if you are listening to chants, your mind will unconsciously just <laughs> yeah. start speaking in tongues, just start following it. So things like that actually helps. And then one thing I actually, I've actually said before that is actually necessary that you don't see your work with Christ as an obligation mm. or as a duty. See it as a relationship. Mm. You are trying to know God and you are trying to let God actually help you build yourself. You are trying to know the Holy Spirit. Oh my God, I think that's one of my favorite person in the world. Holy Spirit, like, I actually try, I actually would love to know him more, like, I would love to have a proper understanding of the Holy Spirit, because mm. he's so beautiful, everything that happens, miracles, anointing, everything, happens through the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit, so, um, let me just give you a brief, um, mm. it's a relationship, mm. it's a friendship with God, with the Holy Spirit, learn to worship, and learn to actually have accountability partners, and all this for fellowship mm. even though you just bible study even though maybe you just form a gathering or anything the environment is actually very very necessary you need to surround yourself with people that actually also in love with christ they also want to fellowship with christ and all those kind of things because you being with them helps you grow helps you be like okay i want to be like this person i want to be like this person exactly. oh this person is actually giving motivation okay things like that i think that's actually the summary of it all there are also um little little points under them but then i think that's actually the summary of mm-hmm. it all yeah i agree actually and i think that's well i pray that uh, that's been a blessing to 
all of you guys that are listening, whether you're an old believer, let me not say old believer, but someone who's not new to the faith or someone new to the faith, being accountable to someone is very important. Fellowship, very important. Your Bible study, very, very important. Spending time with the Holy Spirit, very important, regardless of your walk. But it's just at the beginning, there can be the struggle. And so you may need the support of people more. You may need encouragement more. You may need an accountability partner. Just may need to rely on them slightly more. But that's okay at the beginning. And it's not about, you know, the fact that you're praying 50 hours. It's the fact that you're building consistency. I've been hearing this thing a lot lately where it's better for you to pray 15 minutes a day than one hour once a week. Build consistency. If it means get an accountability partner, get that accountability partner, but build consistency because your walk is not a one day thing. It's not a revival that's going to make your walk with God. It's daily, as you said, dying to self, daily living for Christ. And so I love the things that you just said. And I pray that this episode has been a blessing to every single person that has listened. Maya, thank you so, so, so much for joining us. I loved today's episode. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for actually having me. It's actually been a pleasure because I've always wanted to actually speak to an audience, but then I quite shy. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad you people cannot see me right yeah, now. Yeah, it's a struggle to get him on the podcast, Sha. It's a struggle, but we thank God. It wasn't a struggle, though. It wasn't a struggle, it but wasn't it's just, a struggle. It was it's just, just time. But we thank God. Like, I'm so grateful that we're able to have you on because I really enjoyed the conversation. And I know, by God's grace, it's been a blessing to every single person watching. And so, Maya, thank you so much. I'm going to remind you guys again, don't forget to leave a review, leave a rating, and share with someone. Whether it's a believer that is new to the faith or someone who's been in the faith for a while, this can be a blessing to anyone. So be sure to share with loved ones. So I'll see you guys next week, maybe with a guest, maybe not with a guest. I don't know yet, but I just pray that this week is a blessing for you and for every single person who you share this episode with. So bye, guys. I'll see you next week. So guys, we've come to the end of the episode. Guys, have an amazing day. Have an amazing week. Have an amazing month. Have an amazing 2022. Just live beautifully live in abundance all right guys so i'll see you next week with the next episode bye guys